Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. It is uh, NFL Week 1, mostly in the books here. Looks like a losing week for me. Uh, But uh, we are out here in the desert doing a live podcast in person. Uh, hosted by BetSpurts app, and they uh, had a great time this weekend getting to know new people in the betting space and uh, being hosted by some of the uh, uh, the fine folks that uh, are kind of trying to create new and innovative stuff for the players. And, uh, you know, it's been a fun weekend overall. I just wish it would be, you know, a little bit more positive ending here. I'm watching my uh, Detroit Lions no-doubter crumble here as we're recording. Um, looking for sure like I will have a losing weekend unless something absolutely ridiculous happens from here on in. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's a long lot, lot more games left, I guess I gotta say. Andy, how'd you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, how many how many units are we gonna put on the Patriots over? I mean, just a get back game. Yeah, I mean we I mean we teased the Patriots in the over, right? Please don't do that. Like <laughs> like all of my units, basically. Please, yeah, please don't do that. Yeah, um, no, it's I'm... been it's been fun, like you said. Yeah, the Betsperts put us up in a nice house out here. We did some events. We did some top golf. We met a really cool guy from uh, Prop Swap uh, Side Boss. We met those guys. Some just some cool stuff in the in the general industry that uh, mm-hmm. is kind of perking up as we go here through the legalization yep. process. And, yeah, a lot of fun, yeah. even though some of the plays aren't going our way. Sports betting um, bucket list, though, today. We got to hang out and watch a full day of action at the uh, Superbook, yeah, Super which Book was totally trade. awesome. And uh, it was all uh, it was all a hell of a lot of fun. And, I honestly, like I feel like we have learned actually a lot, even in this one week. Uh, I know that this week, two is traditionally overreaction season. Um, there's going to be a lot of overreacting on this podcast uh, from me, probably. Andy seems much more grounded. I keep saying and, and having these, uh, you know, kind of knee-jerk reactions here that are probably, um, you know, probably things I need to sleep on. But yeah, you, know, you had Dallas in the Super Bowl like 30 minutes ago. I still want to make a case for Dallas because Kellen Moore's offense looks ridiculous. No. Yeah, they scored. Really? This is gonna be. This might be rough. The beginning of this podcast. Did they really? As we are watching the Detroit money line just crumble before our eyes, oh, the Cardinals man. still do need a two point conversion. But it's. Uh, I think. I think Kyler's gonna screw this up. But Larry Fitzgerald, the youngest, one of the youngest men in the league, to one of the oldest. That's not a kicker. Yeah, it's been it's been a trying weekend, Dude, and there's yuck. been some very goofy stuff that happened. We had a lot of takes in the preseason and in our preview pods that. I think kind of came to fruition, and then we had some stuff that we were dead fucking wrong on, and that's kind of the case every year. You try to learn from this week one without overreacting like nuts. We talked about this. Um, We don't do college football much, but I do have a Joe Burrow ticket, thanks to some people online, and after the LSU game, he went from whatever, like 80 to 1 to 6 to 1. Hopefully we won't see crazy stuff like that, but you will see some major shifts in like the rookie of the year market, uh, with you know, just with some general general performances, especially, I think before, we were saying that before Kyler Murray actually had a nice drive or two because he was looking like absolute, like a dead raccoon's asshole. It was <laughs> terrible. They had the, it was like seven for twenty one passing at one point. It's true. Um, yeah, as far as patting ourselves on the back, good job. We were fully behind Lamar Jackson as a passer, and again, it's one game. Like he could look 
like garbage for the you know the next eight weeks. But I was pretty happy with how the the Ravens' offense looked. I think yes. they could be a truck. Yeah, this game is tied now. This is a problem. Yeah, they, they, they got they the two point version. Two? Yes, Fuck, Christian man. Kirk uh, got a pass oh, from Kyler Murray. God. This is this is kind of fun. I've never yet to sweat one uh, live like this. Either way, um, oh, the funniest is the funniest is going to be I locked up this bankroll forever. They're going to like tie somehow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it'll be a tie. Be a that'll be a yeah. tie. Is a push. Um, no, but anyway, the yeah. um, Vikings offense. We were a little keen on that. They had some good, yeah. good tape. Did, good. Despite Kirk Cousins throwing for ninety-eight yards, yeah. They look good. He didn't need to be throwing in the second well, half. They had a big lead. Yeah, you know, it, was, it is what it bad. is. Yeah, actually, let me ask you a quick question. Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, was it he was playing against a bad team in the Falcons, and that's why he did well, or that's why they did well? I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot to be said about Kirk Cousins, you know, in the moment, you know, how things are going. If they're going well, he looks, he does well. We, we talked about this with a couple teams, uh, namely Baltimore from last year. And uh, kind of some things that the Steelers do. You know, the whole never run the ball, running backs are overrated, don't pay running backs, all that stuff. That is to not to say that you can't run the ball and you shouldn't run the ball when it's plus EV, when the, when, when the situation dictates it. And the zone running to the edges was murdering Atlanta. Like you have, and I, I want to give credit to the offensive coordinator. Why would you be slinging it downfield if Delvin Cook is, you know, averaging like nine yards a carry? Yeah, like everything to the edges when they just any of those zone, those zone runs, and and you know anything outside the tackles was just disgusting. If yeah. you were if you were watching Atlanta as a defense, it was going poorly. And I mean, and when they needed some passes, it seemed like they were there. Yeah, Thielen was nice. Uh, Diggs. Neither of those guys really had much for yardage. I mean, obviously, with, with only 98 yards, yards to go yeah. around, and we had quite a bit. Uh, Delvin Cook had some catches, too. So, Let me ask you. So the, um, the co- It felt like coaching with Atlanta was a problem. Like, they looked poorly coached. They looked poorly prepared for that game, I thought. I, and you know, I guess the offensive line was a little sketchy, but that was one of the worst performances I've seen from Matt Ryan in a long time. He never looked comfortable out there. Um, do you think, uh, I mean, is Dan Quinn on the hot seat? And uh, does this open up the door for, uh, I mean, did, did anyone impress you from the NFC South today? It was kind of a disaster all across the board of everyone we thought could contend, contend with the Saints. We talked about this live when we were down at the Superbook. Something really weird looks, it, it looks weird when Cam Newton throws the ball. Yes. Like he looks like he's using a different part of his body. I yeah. can't describe it. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. He was I all torso, no shoulder. All torso, no shoulder. He was like throwing the ball with his hips. It yeah. was very odd. It's like his shoulder. He was overcompensating. He might not be healthy. I take back all of my Panthers takes because yeah. if he looks like that and he, he crazy miss throws, which. You're not out of the, you know, you're not off my shit list right now either, Mister Goff. Yeah. Which yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, there were some bad, there were some bad missed throws there too. But Cam Newton, some of the throws he were making, it looked like he just couldn't do it. His accuracy was hot garbage at times. Yes, it was. And if that's a, if that's going to be the case, they do not have a chance at making the playoffs. They do not have a chance at the division. Yeah. It's going to be a big problem. Yeah. The the whole division, we haven't seen the Saints play yet. Which, God help us, because we wanted to fade the Saints based on not only some regression, but we were high on Atlanta, we were high on Carolina. Thanks for backing us up, boys. That sucked. <laughs> but, it, yeah, we're going to look real stupid if the Saints come out and We were jump. a little frisky on Tampa Bay, and we they were, stunk we up we the were a little. We were a little frisky. Um, yeah, they, 
the NFC South, I don't want to give it to New Orleans because I haven't even seen them play. And sure. We don't want to overreact. But, yeah, if that's the kind of play calling we're going to see from Atlanta. Yeah. And, and you know, this is the stuff we posited it with when we talk about this in the preseason. Like, if Cam Newton's healthy, they might be a good team. Yeah. If Atlanta's play calling isn't, you know, stupid garbage, they're going to be a very good team. Yeah. And a couple of those things didn't come true. And, now, you know, now we know. We're, we're sitting here. Our toolbox has more information. We're going to yeah. take the, again, we're going to say it the whole freaking podcast. We're going to take the information we garnered today, but we're not going to crazily overreact. Yeah. In fact, we're going to take advantage of people that do overreact because right. there are going to be some wild overreactions. Some of these lines are going to move silly in silly directions based on the overreactions, and you can take advantage of that sort of thing. That's all. These are all very, very good points. And I would only add to this the, the week two in general is traditionally a much better week to bet football than week one. We talked about it in our week one preview. Like These numbers were hammered into position over the course of months. Um, there was a lot of speculation. There was a lot of guessing. There was a lot of coin flipping in terms of it could go this way or this way. Uh, and uh, I'm sure that, that you know, in some ways that's reflected by you know having a pretty sorry-ass week here. But um, aside from that, I would say week two, we will get some overreaction spots. Week two, we see some situational spots start to manifest. It will be interesting to break down this card. But before we get there, I guess, have we hit all of the highs and lows? Is there anyone else who you thought really impressed today, really overperformed your expectations, or really you know, kind of delivered a performance that's worthy of, uh, like, we may have missed on this team? Tennessee? <sighs> I, I really, I kept not watching that game. I didn't have action, and it was on the far-right TV, so I didn't watch a lot of it. But, the, yeah, the Baker, I'd say maybe more of, like, the Baker Mayfield and Browns hype. Maybe we need to slow that train down. Again, we're not calling it, you know, a, a fail for a season. There's still a lot of talent. And there's a lot of new pieces there, a completely new coaching staff. They do need maybe some more time to acclimate themselves to each other and get used to, the you know, the new systems and how it's going to go. Uh, they had some good, I mean, the receivers looked good. There was some really, there was some really nice movement on the offense, and then there were some nasty picks. Which, God bless anybody who told you to bet the the over on uh, Baker Mayfield picks. Yeah, that that's was, uh, uh, that's three home out of how many yeah. we need. Yeah, Although yeah. I got, I got to tell you, we have, we may have a problem. I, I've talked myself into this not being gets, a problem. What if he gets benched, not. I don't think he has a threat to get benched. But Jameis Winston was always a threat to also be the top pick. Yeah, and he threw three today. Yeah, uh, worth noting he threw three against. Well, that's why we took the over fourteen, <laughs> over fourteen and a half as well. No, but so Jameis Winston though threw three picks against a defense that intercepted two passes all of last season like impossibly low percentage uh and you know shame on me for not recognizing or acknowledging more readily that yeah that's not a sticky uh you know that's not a sticky indicator of team you know team success you can't predict interceptions necessarily a year over year they're wildly variable um but still the fact that here we go uh and yeah 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 that's a good meme uh yeah the you know the um you know, the, the fact that James Winston looked as sloppy as he did today and against a defense that I don't have a ton of respect for other than a, a, a very, very nasty front seven. Um, it was pretty wild. That uh, uh, How many touchdowns passes were there in that game? There were. This is a wild, fun stat. Yeah. There were five passes that ended in a touchdown in that game. Yeah. Only 40% of those were thrown to the correct team. <laughs> yes. There were yes. three pick sixes. Yeah. It was... It was electric. And even at all this, it landed a 
point and a half below the total. Yeah. Un- in in what world are there? So 18 oh. and a safety. Yeah. So you had 20 points scored on defense, yeah. and you couldn't find an over. That and, is kind of amazing. And you know what else is – yeah, I mean, I, honestly, like I, I felt like the over on uh, – on the Falcons was a little bit of a bad beat. The Falcons left at least 14 points on the field in yeah, the first half. Kind crab, of, crabby yeah, yeah. The, the the interception in the end zone was awful. Um, they had a couple of you know they had a couple of opportunities to score and took them themselves out of field goal attempt range, which was embarrassing. Um, and you know just that that took the air out of Minnesota needing to continue to score. So. Uh, I felt like the the it was a little bit of yeah it was probably the right side we lost closing line by on that total so that yeah. wasn't good but uh, I would I would still say though that um, the over on the full game over on that Bucks Niners was a bad beat yes uh, they had how many touchdowns called back from penalties in the first half the Bucks I know had at least they had like two. three in one drive yeah it was crazy. yeah and then fumbled and they didn't even get a field goal yeah, from that. And that field goal funny. would have taken it over so um, yeah that was tough man. That was really tough. I mean, and then just kind of, I just want to run down quick uh, a few things that weren't quite as glaring. Well, actually, the Giants' pass defense exceptionally like, you, poor. You're really, and I, I don't want to say Dak, Dak Prescott didn't look good. He threw some very nice passes. He still threw with accuracy, but when you throw with accuracy and there's no one around, and then no one downfield, and they're getting 20 yards after the catch every time. The, the stats are going to look amazing like they did. The Giants' pass defense is an incredibly big problem, and you're not going to play catch-up with Saquon Barkley. Like That's not how life works. So It could be a long season up there if they're yeah. going to give up. Because we watched that. Dak Prescott didn't get all that much better magically overnight. We've seen some of the games he played last year. Granted, he has, he has good weapons now. Um, the young guy, what's it, Gallup? Gallup looks great. Gallup looks great. Obviously, every, he has better weapons than he had at the beginning of last year, just through maturity and adding players. But at the same time, it's still I want to temper some expectations because I haven't seen that. Like, I might have gone out there and thrown for about 275 and two, probably like three picks, so I can't ever see a linebacker. I'm short. Mm-hmm. I can't see over the line. But he he looked good. Giants looked terrible. It was a bad combination. That was kind of an ugly game to watch. The Giants, and we talked about this, and we talked about this in the preseason too. The, the Cowboys have an incredibly easy early schedule. Somebody had a really good take that didn't quite pan out as far as Zeke, where they go like three or four and zero, oh, and then tell Zeke to sit and spin if you want to come join the team because look what we did without you. Which obviously they didn't heed that advice. They went and paid the shit out of him. Um, I think his presence definitely was the reason that. <laughs> the, the, the Giants couldn't cover anybody. Okay, let me. Okay, I, that is a very fair case you just made for why not to overreact what we saw from Dak Prescott. I'll go to go hard the other way though and say what we did see from him was an absolute perfect fit for the Kellen Moore system. I felt like, and granted, in that years nice. past, they, in, they had they had a clear advantage in the passing game against that Giants defense, and in years past, that has also existed. And instead of taking advantage of it, they run on first down, run on second down. And here they just paid their running back $100 million over the next six years. And rather than like feel obligated to force it to him early and often to try to be like, yeah, there's our, there's our star, there's our future of our franchise, we just gave you know, eight figures. Like instead of you know, being obligated to do that, they made the correct decisions. They were throwing often and early on first and you know, the long uh, early down in distance, and that that's huge. That's huge. And if that's their if they're plus EV play calling over the course of the season, they're going to be a threat. And 
we're not really going to know one way or the other until about week four because <laughs> Dallas they gets just plays such bad teams. Dallas gets next two games against the Redskins and the Dolphins. Redskins and the Dolphins, and you know the Redskins were frisky today in Philly. They they won that first half money line, um, but boy did they, you know, boy did they, you know, fall apart when the going got tough. Although they backdoored. Uh, so congratulations if you had a Redskins ticket, you get your backdoor cover there. Um, and you know, similarly, Miami Dolphins looked like a, I'm gonna say Division three school. It's tough to really put a point. Oh, that was man, some of the Cardinals. Yeah, I know. I stop, stop. Oh, <laughs> that was some of the ugliest oh, freaking. God. The Dolphins defense, the Dolphins offensive line, the Dolphins game plan, uh, Dolphins passing game, rush game, uh, the tight end play. Probably some of the front seven problems, uh, pass coverage, special teams, the Gatorade color. <laughs> just, they, there was basically everything went wrong. How they got to ten points, we'll never know. That was embarrassing. We were joking about taking, you know, taking Lamar out, and I mean, they they might have even left him in too long. Which, you know, God willing, in the creek don't rise, you know, he could be our he could be our MVP. Yeah. Just yeah. needs to play the Dolphins about 15 more times. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see the the line, which I guess we can look at it right now. Okay, well, yeah. well, to be fair, that one's not going to be up yet. Oh, yeah, because we need to see Well, no, it's up. We were right, 14 and a half. 14 and a half. The, the look-ahead line, New England heading to Miami in week two was nine and a half? Yes, eight and a half. Eight and, eight and a half. And then it was 11 after we saw Miami deconstruct their yes. team. <laughs> and so it, it moved from eight and a half to eleven based on the you know the trades and the tankathon. Yep. And we are now crossed over two touchdowns. We are at minus one ten at minus fourteen and a half, which is what we guessed after we watched that game. We said you know unless unless New England comes out and looks terrible or Tom Brady breaks his arm, it's going to be on the other side of two touchdowns because that is like you said. Yeah. That's a that's like last chance you level. Yeah. Is it the only one that's two touchdown line? I don't. I don't the see world another one. Beating Baltimore Ravens are minus fourteen at Pinnacle, hosting the Arizona Cardinals next. Oh, week. I don't have that one up. But I'm just on bet online right now. There, I've seen minus thirteen there. I'm seeing yeah. a thirteen. Yeah. Oh, so shop around, people. Yeah. <laughs> Get Which, into that keynote. Well, that's Ricky. the thing. At, at, if you're gonna lay that shock, you can only. Well, you can bet a thousand still. Mm, okay. It's not like they're low limit right now. Okay. So yeah, I thought. Uh, I, yeah, for sure. Like those are two. Easy stayaways for me next week. I'm not having anything to do with Arizona, Baltimore, or uh, Miami, New England. Even though this is traditionally the spot to try to scoop a little value on the dog against New England. Can you New imagine England? betting Miami no, next week? No, no fucking chance. No fucking chance. There's no way. Um, they got toasted by rookie wide receivers. Yes. Imagine putting them up against a well-established team with yeah. veteran wide receivers. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It could. It, it'll be funny. They probably and it'll it'll be one of those where they don't yeah. cover by that much. And I, but I still, I still don't think I have any interest in getting getting in bed with Miami for a few weeks. I need them really to build up some value. Yeah. Uh, interesting one. Why don't you Why don't you have the lookheads? Because I don't have them up right now. But uh, Packers hosting the Vikings. Mm. Ooh, that's a good game. That's a week two game. That's a week two. Ooh. So going going to Lambo. I mean, personally, don't personally, have the don't the, have the cold weather yet. The Packers looked pretty freaking. Uh, they looked a little. I won't say they looked. They looked a little fraudulent. Yeah, I thought those were two bad teams. Defense looked good. Offense was a little sketch. Um, I'm still high on Green Bay. I think they'll be a good team. 
but then also Minnesota's offense had some nice moments. The defense had some great moments. We don't know how much of that was. I'm going to call him Sark Jr. for now until we figure some stuff out. But what was that look ahead? I it was don't feel Green like it, I don't Bay feel like it minus three. Yeah, it's down to two and a half. Which they I, want you to back Green Bay. Yeah. They're willing to take Green Bay. I money. think that's they, a yeah, huge red flag. That's exactly they <laughs> that, want. The, they want. That's a huge red flag. That's what, you move at that half point. Yes. They're, they're willing to take some Green Bay money off yes. the opener. And I think, there's no money line available. Otherwise, we'd be probably hitting yeah. Minnesota money line. This at is not. This is not overreaction city. But of those three teams that we thought were going to contend for the NFC North, the Vikings look real. The Packers and the Bears look like they have a lot to figure out still. Um, I thought the end, you know, the, the 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 Vikings defense was great today. They were good. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be. No, just, yeah, no, the Vikings defense was great today. They, you know, and they uh, they forced some turnovers. They looked a little ball hockey. Um, they're not going to necessarily find those against a very, um, you know, kind of safe and competent Aaron Rodgers. We just need a touchdown, <laughs> or a field goal, which takes it, makes it likely to be a, a push on the money line. Um, this is so dumb. I can't believe I'm fucking sweating this bullshit. Uh, anyway, the um, week fucking one. We know it's not fucking. Remember when it was twenty four to six? I do remember that very well. I was like, well, at least that's coming through for me today. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, I think that one's going to be the game of the week next week, and I think Minnesota. No, excited money line. to watch As that. soon as we see those money line pops, I'm pro- you know pop. I'm, I'm probably taking a little bit because you know I, while I get the momentum and the public, you know. The, the general feeling that Green Bay is legit and that they got this tough, hard-fought win against the Bears that had elements of a toss-up, I would say. They deserved the win, um, but uh, it was close. It could have gone a little thing, little, uh, you know, a couple things here or there could have flipped that result. So, um, any of these other games that you're especially excited to see? The primetime games are stinkers, dude. Yeah. They stink. Oh, my gosh. Let's go through the primetime games real quick. Yeah. Tampa Bay, Carolina. Oh, the Philly, geez. the Philly Atlanta line is interesting. Basically, you pick them. Let's talk about Tampa Bay Carolina right. in a second. So this, because uh, this is the Thursday nighter. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, fifty yeah. and a half is low. Although this is an underspot for this these teams. I mean, this is an underspot. Period. Uh, under or nothing really. Fifty and a half. <sighs> Tampa Bay should have gone flying over today. Carolina should have gone flying over today and ended up eking over. Um, and. Uh, yeah, these are two bad defenses. These are two teams with huge flaws and holes. Ah, God, dude. Christian McCaffrey was good. He was amazing, uh, I thought, for Carolina. He should go nuts against this uh, Buccaneers. Yeah, it's a catch-22. He should be getting, like, 75 touches a game. <laughs> but then, at the same time, you'll... He'll be burying him week four. Yeah, that's like putting 30,000 yeah. miles in your car every day. Yeah. Like you, you can't do that. You won't have a car at the end of the end of the season. So it, it is yeah. kind of... It's tough, like, because he is... He's electric... I mean, outside, running inside, running outside, catching the ball, lining up in the side, anything he does. Yeah. He is all-world player. He just needs to stay. And he totally kicked the guy in the head with his knee. Yeah. Just and Weddle. like hard Weddle. fucking Weddle dude. A hard He's a dude. hard dude. He broke his face with his knee. Yes. That's all. And they wear helmets. I yeah. mean, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. They do wear helmets. I really about that. Um, yeah, I'm not super excited about that. Um I don't think I have a side there. The yeah. five and a half. I'm, I'm not interested it's, in the side or the total. I would lean a little under. That's going to go up. Well, I, think. We'll I think that's going to go to six and a half. It, it I probably, think people are really going to be cold on at Tampa after what, after picks, as bad yes. they as bad as they looked at home. And and by the way, we'll get to the Niners in a sec because I have some thoughts on Jimmy G. But I, the Bucks looking that toothless at home was a huge fucking problem. Yeah. That's, oh, that's and it, it's not a number that they won't move off of easily. Five and a half is not like a super key. 
Yeah. If that if that gets hit with I'm any guessing, amount of money, yeah. it'll go to six six and a half pretty quick. So I I, I will be shocked that. if it doesn't close six and a half. Shocked. Oh yeah, shocked. For, for sure. Carolina money at home, yeah. which is not something I'd like to get involved with no. with the scariness yeah. of the Pro- shoulder. Probably going to be taking this game. What off. did you want to talk about? The Niners, Niners, um, Bengals. Uh, I mean, the Bengals fought hard. Uh, the Niners' second game in road on the road. Uh, the sec- you know the, you're going to hear this. By the way, it's early in the week. You're going to hear this narrative recycled by pretty much everyone you hear talking about handicapping football games. Uh, week two, any team that's on back-to-back roadies tends to wear the uh, effects of travel and fatigue a little bit more significantly than would be expected otherwise, uh, and uh, as a result, they tend to do extremely poorly against the spread. Uh, and there's four teams that fit that description here for week two. Uh, one of them is San Francisco. Um, and I would guess they, you know, they open this at uh, San Francisco Road Chalk. Minus two and a half right now at Pinnacle. That is going to get bet down to a pick'em. I bet you anything that I'm wrong. I'm it's one and a half I expect, already. Oh, is bet, it really? bet online. It's going to drift. It's going to drift to a pick'em. That you're going to see Cincinnati money take. Cincinnati's going to take money this week. People are going to talk themselves into the Bengals are frisky. Um, I think that's fair, too, because I think Jimmy Garoppolo has a long way to go to really become a quarterback that I'm afraid to bet, to bet against in the NFL. Uh, I thought at times in that game, uh, you know, the defense was all of the differentiating factor against the uh, Bucks today. Uh, I didn't think Garoppolo looked particularly good at all. I thought there were times when they had clear and obvious passing situations and they had the opportunity to go for touchdowns, and Shanahan called it safe uh, because he didn't want to risk the opportunity to kick field goals. That's a huge red flag. That tells me the organization doesn't really have a ton of faith in him as a passer yet, um, and we're hearing whispers of that anyway. Uh, granted, if he keeps picking up wins against kind of you know equal you know equal strength opponents, then he'll you know he'll keep the, his job. But um, he's got a long way to go. And I'm kind of looking out for the potential of him getting the hook, but and yeah, Garoppolo looked a little tentative at times. I think they coached around that on purpose. I mean, he threw a pick six too. It wasn't all just Jameis looking like shit. That's a hundred percent true. He he had some times where he did not look real good. Medvedev won the second set. He did. Yeah, we're going five in the finals, dude. At the U.S. Down Open, oh two. I know, ballsy, ballsy Russian kid. Just wow. like this is like a reverse Rocky Four. <laughs> um, Although, I, do we really think of Nadal as Rocky? I don't know, man. No, he's Spanish. Oh, that he's, makes no sense. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No well, it's sense. the U.S. Open, though. Yeah, that's true. It's the U.S. Open. All right. My, um, only, uh, my only other big thoughts, I guess, on this week. Where are they? Oh, okay. the Jaguars. Jaguars. Like, what are we... Gardner Minshew. Yeah, what do we <laughs> want to do there as far as... He didn't look it's Gardner, bad. It's Gardner yeah. Minshew season. It's one of those things where he didn't look bad... And then you say, but it's a really shitty defense. And then you say, but he didn't have any prep. Yeah. Like, with the ones. Like, still, let's. I think there's more pros than cons with how he looked. Especially with, I mean, just no prep. Having it pop in like that. Foles, apparently, what are we thinking? Like a six to eight week window for that. Yeah, we'll hear from him again. And this is, this is one of those things, too, where all of a sudden you get a weird injury like this, all of a sudden you have a, another name tossed into the uh, Rookie of the Year. I know, like Minshew. Gardner. I, we didn't look him up. We didn't we look did, his oh, up. He, was, he up, wasn't huge because... Yeah, if he puts together a couple wins with this Jags team. And the Jags team, by the way, who we expected to look like a fierce world-beating defense, gave up how many points to Pat Mahomes? 40. 
40. Yeah. That was rough. Did uh, Matt Stafford throw a pick? And no, no. You were making a face like I'm, Matt Stafford yeah, threw this, a At this point, I'm, I'm just I'm deking him out, um, making him think that the, the, the Lions, Lions have lost the game. So. They are going to, I'm sure. Uh, we haven't seen Houston play, so I don't want to get too deep in this game. We'll break it down when we get to that. Yes. You know, when we get to the Wednesday game. But uh, going forward, uh, with the receivers they have, like it's a downgrade, obviously. You're going yeah. from a guy who played well with the Eagles yeah. to a rookie, but... I mean, right now, they have bigger problems if they're going to get 40 dropped on Dude, them. All I can tell you is I want to talk about all these games. I can't wait for Wednesday. No, I'm very excited for the okay. Megapod. Are we let's calling it the Megapod? Yeah, sure, the Megapod on Wednesday. Megapod. Yeah, all right, let's, fly, let's fly through some of these. Uh, I thought uh, Indy fought hard. They lost in overtime. Good good showing that uh, that spirit. But, hey, guess what? You're on the road the second straight week against Tennessee. Uh, you're going to have a, uh, a tough time covering that three. Tennessee looked good. Their defense obviously played extremely well against that Browns offense. Uh, and they picked up a tough road win. That was great, uh, great call for some of my, our friends who had uh, Tennessee uh, uh, as alive in that spot. Good work by you. Uh, Chargers head to Detroit. Detroit looks, I cannot believe they blew this. Chargers looked really, really good, even though that was a very close game against India, I thought. They looked like their offense, which was kind of figuring themselves out over the course of the game. They, they need could, they could a score. running back. They need, <laughs> they need Melvin Gordon, and they need, they him, need him now. Fast. Yeah, they need to get my him God. Oh, my God, oh, Austin. Yeah, it's Austin. Austin Eckler. Yeah, great. he was electric. Um, Rivers looked good. Uh, it's one of those things where the overreaction is going to be super big on Andrew Luck, and yep. it was. And there are people, you know, there's people that tried to make a case, but you, there wasn't like stats to back it up. He looked like shit when he played. Uh, granted, he did get more times with the ones. I don't think Percent looked terrible, but at the same time, it's obviously a huge step back from Andrew Luck. Yeah, it's not going to be a highly competitive team as far as on the highest level of the AFC. At the same time, it's they're not a pushover. They still have a decent defense. They have some nice pieces. You still have T.Y. Hilton, a couple of good running backs, and if Brissett can continue to, uh, yeah, I saw they made the field goal. We are tied again in overtime. <laughs> if Brissett can continue to move forward with his, you know, kind of progression into being the full time starter there. Yeah, I think uh, the Colts will be kind of a squirrely team here and there, where you you do have to take them seriously as you know a team that could be on the edge of a wild card spot still. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, but that said, like Chargers, I'm going to see what this number does, but uh, I'm not afraid to take the Chargers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah even yeah. on the road, yeah. get them inside, get yeah. that speed. Do you think Josh Allen looks any better against the hapless uh, Giants' pass defense? I don't think I learned anything about the, <laughs> the Bills or the Jets in that game. <laughs> no, I, I did not learn anything. I, I learned I jo- Josh Allen's still an electric athlete who will throw some very bad picks, some very bad passes. Darnold still – Darnold was disappointing. Yeah. But I'm still I'm still on the bandwagon of the Bills being a top three defense. Yeah. I'd like to see Darnold against uh, – well, let's look. Where do, where do we got the Jets going next That's week? Monday Night Football against Monday Night Baker Football Mayfield against the, and the Browns. The Browns and the Browns defense was quite they disappointing. Bad. They were bad. Granted, there was a lot of turnovers. But um, they couldn't tackle Derek they, Henry. They, 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 couldn't, they, they were covering poorly. They, they gave up all kinds of uh, space to that uh, – Tennessee offense, which is still, I, I'm not ready to write. I'm not ready to write my handwritten apology to Arthur Smith yet, because yeah. uh, I thought the Tennessee defense no, was the differentiating factor in that game. Uh, but God, it um, sucks here too. We have two Monday night games. We have a Sunday night game, and we have two teams still playing. Yeah. So at this point, usually we only have you know four four teams. Right now, we have eight teams that haven't finished their game yet. Yeah. So there are some stuff we're, we're going to have to just get to more on yeah. on Wednesday, but. Uh, 
We do need to touch on the Sunday Monday. Well, yeah. Well, let's keep. Yeah, we'll get to yeah. the Monday in a second. So uh, Dallas, I want to mention real again. You know, like this was expected to be a pick'em when they opened these lines in May, and now they're five and a half point chalk yeah. on the road in division. But uh, Washington, uh, I will be surprised if they cover that number. To be honest with you, because uh, they blew their wad in the first they blew half. Their there. wad in the first half, and that could have been their wad for what eight weeks. <laughs> like they might look yeah. bad for a while. Uh, it's not a good team. Um, Houston, Jacksonville's not worth covering. Yet, uh, Seattle, I'm surprised, uh, is getting f- is getting four and a half points in Pittsburgh for Pittsburgh's home opener. Seattle was underwhelming today, although we kind of expected that. That was maybe I think I'm going to go ahead and say that was my only good handicap, truly, of the games that we've covered this week so far. I thought for sure Seattle might kind of sleepwalk and just get enough done. You know, just pull out enough to get the that tackling one. was very bad. Their defense might be the bad. The defense was bad. And that jump on that John Ross touchdown. It was, yeah. The yeah. missed time jump. Yeah. I just I was having flashbacks to the poor people of Denver. It's crazy. Do you remember yes. that jump? Oh, yeah. Chris the, Harris. The, the Chris and, uh, Harris jump. Chris Harris in front of uh, Jacoby Jones. Jaco- yeah. Was that who that was? The missed time jump for that touchdown. Yeah. And granted, the stakes were a little higher there, but it was like the same. <laughs> it was like the <laughs> same, a little, little, little bit higher, but this yeah. is like the same jump because you watch him jump and yeah. like, oh, that's a pick. That's a and pick. Like, oh, oh, no. no. What did you do? Oh, no, oh, no baby. John what are you doing? third. Yeah, yeah, touchdown yeah. over two. So they still got it done. Um, yep. Wow, the NFC West. How about them? How, you think that's Seattle Pittsburgh? Is that Seattle Pittsburgh spot uh, on Overlook? If, if kind of feels like it, right? If Arizona wins here, the NFC West. Yeah, they might. Uh, they might be onto something. They might have a little four and four and zero going. Yeah. I don't think Arizona's gonna do this to me, are they? Here, this is a big fucking play. Oh, fuck you, Detroit defense. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Detroit been fucking people over Jesus for 30 years. Christ. Um, All right, so the, yeah, Niners, I think we talked about Niners, Bengals a little bit. I think that number moves pretty strongly in the direction of Cincinnati. Minnesota, Green Bay, I'm looking for a Minnesota money line as soon as it pops. Same. Kansas City is on the road for the second straight week. This is a fade spot by situational handicappers. But we got to see Oakland play. But we got to see Oakland play. And Kansas City, they opened this basically, what, minus 9, minus 10, depending on where you're looking? Yeah, 9 at better nine. 9. Pat Mahomes is still fucking amazing. He's still really good. Uh, Imagine setting a line on touchdowns with him at 36 and a half. <laughs> that couldn't be me. In what world? Couldn't be me. Um, yeah, I mean... Not the worst of all of the prop lines out there, but it's close to the worst that I can think yeah, of. Yeah, it's not 2018 McCaffrey stuff. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not 625 yeah, I don't want, yards we'll, rushing. We'll McCaffrey get into this one deeper on Wednesday once we've seen Oakland play yeah. on Monday night. Same with the – I thought the Rams Saints were disappointing. Rams. I don't think they should be – I don't think they should – maybe they should The be receivers are good, but yeah. the game plan was a little sketch. Yeah. And uh, yeah. There were some problems there. Hit, hit that over, felt a little lucky, even though it was definitely the right side. Yeah. Um, it did come down to the end and, and a couple lucky things. Um, defense for the defense for the Rams was ball hockey. They took they had some good takeaways. I don't know that you can count on that for a full season. I think the Rams are going to be a second half of the season to sort of fade. Um, but I don't want to overreact or underreact yet. Uh, and Chicago goes to Denver. Yeah, we don't we know anything watch, about Denver. Watch Broncos um, Philly and Atlanta is the Sunday night game. P. You. <laughs> this don't you seemed think it, like a game I was excited about one, one of those week teams, ago. One of those teams kind of got things going in the second half. Yes, and it was not the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons, this is this is the overreaction, underreaction spot we have to chew on. Okay, Philly, as expected, the better team pulled out a win with 
time winding down, they even had the cover, double-digit cover in division, which is good. Um, yeah, we'll see. That's uh, going to be a big number. Jesus Christ. Um, the uh, they better do they, they're doing it now because they're looking at their schedule and they see the yeah Redskins yeah no that, it's funny yeah, they, they, yeah. Dallas they Jerry Jones shit. saw his schedule <laughs> yeah. and he said I better do this Dak deal right now because right they're talking we were reading yeah. some news it, <laughs> yeah, it looks like yeah. it's getting done yeah that makes sense okay um, but Philly uh, they did not look great for a lot of that game and yet here they were at the end of the end of the game up twelve points in division um, and they got a little bit of momentum now they go on the road to Atlanta. They have traditionally owned Atlanta's soul. Uh, Atlanta has not figured out a way to score on this Philadelphia team in the red zone ever. Um, I'm looking at this total 51, and I'm like, kind of want to laugh at that. Like, it seems. <laughs> it seems. You think? What do you think? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, was gonna, you, I was like, you seems low. Yeah. No, I mean, like, with their in, you know their their inability to be you know you know a, a true threat in the red zone. This could be an ugly game where Philly just again does just enough to get a win. Um, I think Philly's going to operate that way for a couple weeks here until they kind of find all their you know, get all their groove back. Um, I don't know. Did you watch much of that Philly Redskins game? Yeah, no, I watched a lot. It was on Deshaun, one of the big TVs. Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, huge, huge weapon. Yeah, yeah, he's a huge weapon. He was my he was my fantasy DFS lock of the week. Hopefully, he played that, cashed in with me. Yeah, <laughs> use promo code Andy DFS at I don't know what website. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, because we called it. Yeah, and he looked great. Once they finally got going, that was one of those. One of those things where, like, shit, is this the game? Is this the one game where, like, the big underdog, you know, beats a favorite and it's not close and it's ugly? And then uh, Washington, the real Washington Redskins showed up. Mm-hmm. And, and the, you know, the real Carson Wentz and that offense showed up and yeah. they, looked, they looked great. They were moving it with all kinds of weapons. They used a bunch of different pieces. Okay. It looked good. I, th- I think I think they're going to look good. Okay. I'm not... I'm not sold very highly on this Atlanta defense anymore. Yeah, they look horrible. They looked absolutely They got all their pieces right. back, but they're still trash. And if you go up against a team that's well coached like the Eagles and they get that they got they have the they have the ability to do to you what the Vikings just did to you. Absolutely they can run that same game plan and they can rip you apart on the ground if they feel like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a problem. And honestly, like I'm I would say I feel stupid not having a little bit of um, Dan Quinn first coach fired in my pocket. Honestly, we talked about that too. They, Remember, I said just, it's just they just looked like a poorly coached squad. Coach of the year, it yeah. was Mike Zimmer and, and Dan Quinn. And First coach fired, right. Mike Zimmer and Dan. And Quinn. We know Arthur Blank's not firing blanks. He's re, he'll pull he'll pull the he'll pull the uh, the trigger on yeah. Quinn if it's not looking good. No one no one else to blame. He's fired his all, all of the all of the um, assistants were replaced in the offseason. And they didn't they didn't have it. Um, but I'm going to chew on this because this is the traditional overreact underreact spot, oh, right? Yeah. Like this is the one. Like, people think Atlanta sucks because they couldn't even come close to sniffing that plus four on the road, and now here they are up against another team that everyone's high on contending, and you can you can back Philly right now for the low, low price of minus one. I know it. Um, I'm almost... It's crazy, man. Should, should I overreact? Should I bet it? Well, it's not... Okay, so here was the look at it. It was a pick. This isn't even really that... That's no different. Philly minus one versus pick is not different. Right, all that's doing is anchoring people's mind of who the favorite in the game ought to be. Yeah, and you were going to get there anyway by looking at the box scores results from week. Yeah, yeah. 
So I don't know that this is an under overreaction. I mean, I think I mean we have to think about this some more, obviously. But Philly might be the spot here, uh, or under might be a look here because uh, you know still we still need to see Atlanta show us anything in in terms of uh, their. Hopefully, they watch the tape and realize like running on second and five. It was like it was literally it's like, like they, they were, forgot they, they, they had were, those wide receivers. Right, they were being they were just random generating play calls. It yeah. was it had no Ask Madden. It was no it was. <laughs> <laughs> It did have a little bit of that feel to it, I have to say. Um, so the uh, t- let's uh, we won't really cover Monday Night Football yet. Um, we have uh, you know Browns Jets obviously is minus two and a half. Was we were expecting yeah, Browns we'll, to be we'll, minus we'll two. We'll leave and a half. those alone until yeah it, it, yeah we were expecting minus two and a half for the Browns. It opens minus one and a half under a field goal either way is not really all that different to me. So uh, I still don't know that there's a right side there. Um, should be a lot more points scored in that one than we saw in the Jets game week one. Um, but uh, you want to talk a little bit about Monday Night Football this week? Which one? Uh, let's go first. Let's so do both. I have play on uh, the Houston Texans here. I got it at plus six, plus one hundred eight. Uh, and you know, this was based in large part on kind of needing to see it to believe it that Drew Brees can beat me through the air deep, uh, which is the kind of the key vulnerability that I, you know, that I assess the Texans have on their defense. And I need to see it to believe it. And so I think the Texans keep this a competitive game. They're clearly all in right now with the way that they are giving away future assets for current uh, players. And, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, I think, is the real deal. I think there are a handful of young quarterbacks who we kind of got the message last season. These guys are freaking good, and they're proving it out this season, and I think Watson's in that category. I think he's going to score some points against these guys. That's the, You hit on the biggest point for me. I'm also on Houston. I have plus 7, minus 20. I just took it because I didn't want to sell. I, yeah. said, I, I looked at the pricing, and there wasn't a big difference between what I could sell to. Yeah. So I just took the plus seven. Honestly, I think they have a shot at winning it. Yeah. I think the biggest key point you hit on there, they are all in. Yeah. They they went out and got the Laramie Tunsil, just, you know, everything. And who was the, the running back? Uh, uh, Duke Johnson. Yeah, Duke Johnson. Yeah. Which um, it's not like oh, Duke Johnson moves the needle a lot, not but it all. just shows like they're adding some running back depth. That was a that was a problem area for them. They're adding yeah. a tackle. Yeah, they needed some offensive line help. Deshaun Watson is elite. Deshaun Watson is probably a top ten, if not higher, quarterback. Correct. When he is protected and has time, without a doubt, when he's getting pressured constantly, he's a mess just like anybody else. He can be such a good quarterback if you can protect him. So it'll be, it'll be. That, I mean, that's what the game hinges on. If they can protect him, oh no, what happened there? If they, if they can protect him, Lions I think, had a chance to kind of move down the field, and Danny Amendola caught a pass on the sidelines, could have stepped out and stopped the clock, and he cut inside and got immediately tackled. It was the, one of the dumber decisions I've seen. That's why he's not a Patriot anymore. That's why he's not a Patriot. It's, that's not the Patriot way. But no. <laughs> it, I mean, back back to the Texans. If they protect him, we'll have a good game. Yeah, yeah. If he's on his, if he's on his ass all day, yeah. Again, yeah, it might this this might add to add to our woes for the week. So oh no, no, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, the way my week, the way my week is going. I fully expect that the Superdome will be like the stands will be lifting up off the ground. The place is rocking so loud and they're so fired up. And all of the Texans offensive linemen pee down their pants and get Deshaun Watson hurt in the first quarter. Like yeah. that's entirely in in you know my you know realm of thinking. The way that this week is going for me. So. Yeah. Then. At least, and, and I mean, silver lining, Houston is at home. He wouldn't have to drive anywhere with his <laughs> broken broken ribs and whatnot. Huge. That is a huge plus. 
Um, uh, that's it. Game over. Broncos Stafford Raiders. We took a tie. It's going to be a tie. We had a tie. Talk about yeah. The prop. What was the tie prop this year? Will they be a tie? Yeah, I bet you it was minus money. Yeah, it would already cash. Yeah, <laughs> that that, congratulations to any. I'm sure somebody's listening. Minus two fifty. Yeah, like, no, no, it's like minus one sixty, minus, minus one seventy. Yeah, hit us up if you bet there will be a tie this year. I want to yeah. give you some shine. Yeah, Good you job. Already got that. Like, look at that. Two years in a row, there was a tie week one. Yep. That's that's funny. How about that? Uh, Broncos Raiders. Uh, yeah. I am staying a million miles away from this game. The only look I thought was reasonable was first half under. Um, the A-B saga with the Raiders over the last week, two weeks, I don't even know what to make of it. I don't have a true take here. I don't think we even really know everything that's going on with that guy. Uh, from the outside, you know, call it, you know, hand, you know armchair uh, psychiatrist standpoint, it seems like all's not well with Frank Antonio Brown. <laughs> I think the yeah, I think the blonde mustache was a dead giveaway that all is not well with Antonio Brown in the head these days. Um, and you know, he finds himself on the Patriots now. We'll see if he is you know is able to contribute and you know stay in the league, stay on that team. Um, but uh, I think the Raiders are probably better off without him. That doesn't mean I really want anything to do with them. But uh, I feel like you had a had a look here with them as plus two and a half at home. In a game that has a forty-two and a half point total, is there a way yeah. to make an advantage yeah. play with those numbers? I couldn't resist. It's one of those <laughs> just hold your nose, put it in a teaser. I put it in with Carolina. Carolina needed a little work at the end. I would yeah. take any score. You know, field goal would have done it yeah. for me. But Carolina cashed the other half of the teaser. I have Oakland crossing the three and the seven. We've got Oakland in a low scoring game. We've got or a low lined game as far as a total. We've got Oakland at home. We've got everybody in the world saying, oh, oh, poor Oakland's a mess. I'm not, like, keen on Denver. I don't think Flacco was a good move. I'm not uh, I'm not super sold on Fangio as, like, a, a head coach. Maybe on the defensive side, I can see some improvements from, like, Von Miller and whatnot. But, yeah, this, is, this was an easy one. Even though I say, like, plug your nose and take it. Like, I looked at it, and I'm like, I'm not scared to bet that. Yeah. I've, no, I've never been scared to take an ugly dog in a teaser. So, hundred percent. And it is the second leg of the teaser, and it'd be a nice, it'd be a nice comeback if I got the Houston win and the and the Oakland teaser to bring me back from the grave. I mean, outside perspective, I think it's a fairly lined game. I think it ends a field goal either way. I think if you bet, uh, if you bet Broncos on the plus side before the line move, you made a great bet. I feel like if you take the Raiders now with a plus, or you put them in a teaser, I think it probably has some line value in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to probably not watch much of that game. We should do a Periscope, I guess, right? Yes, probably. we will. Yeah, uh, It's going to be late, though. Maybe we won't. We'll see. We'll definitely oh, do the early, the early game. We'll definitely we'll do, do at least one Periscope. Yeah, we'll the, see how Monday goes because we'll be tra- yeah, the, I'll be traveling and stuff. Yeah, we will definitely do a Periscope to qualify how sad we are that uh, Deshaun Watson's season's over before it started. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me. Uh, um, okay. Any last takes? Uh, I guess... Uh, From week one. I'm... I'm I'm really excited to see what Baltimore does from here. On. Oh God, yeah! If really they follow, excited. if they follow that yeah. up really with excited. a con- just a convincing win, yeah. where they, you know, it doesn't have to. They don't all have to be seventy-five to ten blowouts. Yeah. Yeah. But if they have another convincing yeah. win, and I mean, it's another bad team. Yeah. Granted, they they did some things nice late against Detroit. Yeah. But Detroit is not Baltimore, and boy, that Cardinals defense. I think Lamar yeah, might be able to say something. Rookie, know how, I rookie wide receivers, a second year. Um, I loved what he says. Not too bad for a running not, back. Not too bad for a running back. Five I mean, touchdown yeah. passes. I mean, I, I, he was nine for nine for 300 yards and four touchdowns at one point. It Mahomes was like light. stupid. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, Lamar Jackson and Mahomes are going to make this AFC a lot of fun to watch. They the play each season. other. Yeah. 
I can't wait for that. That's going to be a hell of a game. That's going to be a great one. Um, a lot of good, I, and in fact, honestly, like of the AFC teams, I'm a little bit. I was bummed. We were bummed because we were like, got Chargers and Colts. This is going to be a bummer bowl. Ended up being a pretty fun game. I have actually a little bit more like higher outlooks for both of those teams after seeing that game. Right? I thought that was. Uh, I think it's funny the books got middled to death on that one because anyone who bet Chargers minus three. That we saw that like 40, 50 cent move on the day that uh, you know people kind of figured out something wasn't right with Andrew Luck, and then you know everyone who came back and you know caught that enormous middle. Congratulations! That was probably the play of the year so far, um, and it got it was a no it was a, absolutely no doubt it was going to get there because it went to overtime. <laughs> and I would say the um, uh, you know the, I have a higher outlook for both of those teams overall in the AFC. I, I you know I don't think this is a runaway for the Patriots even with. Patriots potentially getting Antonio Brown and maybe he has some meaningful contribution to this team. It's still I still would like to see something before I kind of believe that that's the way this will go because there's a lot of mouths to feed all of a sudden on the Patriots. Um, but the um, uh, the AFC is going to be a very fun race. There are some very competent and very compelling teams. Uh, and I'm excited to see what the Steelers and the, the Patriots have for us tonight. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch that with everybody. We've got a lot of good guys out here. Yeah. We're going to watch that with a group of guys. We'll do a Periscope. Yep. Might even have guest appearance. You never know. I think we should. We'll probably have a guest appearance. Let's do if, it. If anybody wants to. Um, another good point that we did not bring up because the game just ended. Um, people who took Cardinals under wins. This is just as good. Oh, yes. Just as good as a loss. And a Lions under as well. That, yeah, so yeah. Lions under and Cardinals under. This is just as good. Maybe maybe there's somebody out there who had both. Can you imagine taking a Lions and a Cardinals under and getting this, and getting result. this result? Unbelievable. Like, uh, Unbelievable. It's like the uh, the one guy talk about happy fucking birthday. Yeah, happy fucking birthday. Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, if you had the, either of those teams season win total under, the tie is a beautiful thing. It's fucking wild. So, that is cool. On that note, we're going to prep for uh, watching some Patriots, Patriot games. I think it just kicked off. Let's upload this podcast and let's get going. Hopefully you guys made it through week one without uh, getting too buried and uh, a lot of games left. We're going to learn a lot more about these teams and do a lot better as we continue down this road of NFL season 2019. And uh, thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll see you at halftime.